0: All right, now we're good, and we're live. And uh, we're getting high with a fucking ultra 10 out of 10 special guest. You already know who it is. It's my friend. It's your friend. She is the winner, the chicken dinner. Of uh, Big Brother season... Three. Season three. Big Brother okay, Canada. Season three of Big Brother Canada. But she wasn't just the winner. She was like a fan favorite. The love, the love that our friend used to get right here on online, in person. Okay, okay. so we used to work together at a lounge. People would come in because they, she, they knew that she had worked at this lounge. Just to be in the lounge that she had worked at, that they had heard about on TV. It, it was pandemonium uh for the first few weeks after you won i'm done sucking your dick <laughs> but i'm gonna clit. T- okay clit yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm done sucking the clit of our next guest and our our guest right now sarah big brother champ Han-lan. i'm feeling the love you should feel like the blood loved. is rushing. Okay cuz you know that I okay, okay, we were friends, man. We were friends before she won. This is this is crazy to tell you the truth. This isn't just a guest on my show. We were friends. We, she worked at we, the lounge that we I We are had a friends. Show. We are friends. We were friends, <laughs> but we but 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 it, but we are still friends, clearly. Was we it smoked. a
1: trip? It was a trip.
0: It was the biggest trip only to watch it live because you went in and everybody's like Sarah from the lounge is on Big Brother You're like what? What do you mean? And then, and we watched the first season, and then it grew this cult following where you had to be at the lounge to watch each episode. If you weren't getting hot, we were rooting for it. People were crying. It was fucking nuts. And then the day you won, it was. Oh man.
1: Did you think there would be like a certain version of me on too? Cuz you're I, I assume you were kind of like, "Oh yeah, like she's on." But then it was like No,
0: it was weird because you became like a pop person on the show. You became like, okay, you were already an advocate. You're already outspoken. That made you one of the most popular employees of of our weed circle like lounge people.
1: Outspoken is a good OK, it's a good verb for because me because you fuck no, around.
0: Or, yeah, OK, yeah. and you're always like, I don't like that. I think that's stupid. <laughs> Who's with me? And if nobody was with you, you'd be like, well, someone's going to be with me because um, and then and then the people from the lounge would always be like, actually, I think she's right. I think we should do that. Or we, or, you were very outspoken uh, at the that's, time.
1: That's being generous. But maybe maybe three quarters of the time. No, you were an OG man. You
0: were yeah. an OG man. You were always so cool, and then you became a weed advocate when you became a celebrity. I fucking love, and I am gonna call you that, even though you're humble, even though you're chill. You are a hundred percent a weed celebrity. You're not just a Canadian celebrity. You're one of our leaders. You're like on the Mount Rushmore of weed Canadians, like, <laughs> because <laughs> uh, you, like like you you did something that no one else had ever done. The reality show pothead.
1: I mean, they really gave me like this platform that had just never. been. Been there before, and it is incredible. Like, because millions, millions of people watch Big Brother, so Buddy, people literally do like crazy. roll down their windows on the street, and sh- it's it's always happened at the best times too. Like, I'm Tell meeting me. give someone, me some, give me like some I'm meeting celebrity. like a producer or something who's like, let's maybe we should work with Sarah. Like, I don't really know who this girl is. Yeah. We're sitting on the street of downtown Toronto, like someone rolls down their. But w- you Sarah! look
0: like Put yourself, it, you fucker. You're so lucky. You have an image that is your image, I'm a kind
1: of caricature of myself. Yes,
0: yeah. yes. <laughs> (laughs) Yes, okay, but that works because you can see you from far away. There's no question. As soon as you see you, and if you're a fan of the show, you're like, holy. Because if you've ever seen a celebrity, there's two seconds where you look at them. You go, no, wait. And then you go, yes, wait, there they are. Holy shit. Or well, some
1: people will say hi to me. They'll be like, hey. And then they realize like, that they don't know me. They'll be like, they, Their first oh instinct is to God. be like, oh, hey, that's my buddy. And then they're like, oh, hey, oh, wait. I hi. don't actually know her as a real person. Weird, man. It okay. is, trippy. It is trippy.
0: Off the top, we're just smoking something uh, random, but we are going to get into some homegrown that you brought for us. That is the best. This is the first guest to bring some homegrown. We had another guest to actually bring some homegrown-ish, which was pretty good. Um,
1: This is wedding cake. Cake, Cakes are going to be the watch.
0: The big cakes? I want cheesecake. I like that. We're going to see all
1: the cakes coming back soon, I feel Okay,
0: but wait, man. Okay, being a weed celebrity.
1: That's so generous. What is
0: your weed story... That, like, has somebody given you bad weed that you've had to smoke because you're a nice person? Like, you just smoked it in their face? Like, have you had to reject somebody because they were too much? Because I know even being a minor C-level Rizzo, people have given me certain things that I didn't want to take. I didn't want to have. I didn't want to accept. And you just do and you move on. But, I mean
1: so okay so lucky for me the practice of smoking like shitty weed or smoking just like whatever i mean i'm used to that so that's not a deal for me like i am that's why when people are like oh like they get so whatever about weed i get it there should be standards for sure but like this girl particularly was smoking like pop cans like for a good majority of her time god uh, you're such a a real
0: stoner that makes my heart so fucking happy so
1: i'm just like whatever somebody hands me it's not gonna be worse than like things that i've had in the past i I can't complain about that either and with my family. When my brother was getting married, I needed weed so bad. I was like, just so desperate. Everybody like on the street, I was like, like you know when you make eye contact with somebody who just maybe looks like a stoner.
0: Yeah, so you're like, hey, do you guys have weed?
1: So some guy comes up to me, hey, you're good. I'm like, no, I'm not good. You know the language. So it happens. He gives me like two pre rolled joints. Okay. Wow. I take them back. I'm smoking one. I'm like, this is not great. Okay. I pull apart the weed. It was roaches unrolled, rolled into a new joint. Okay. I mean, mean, it's not getting worse from like a stranger you meet on vacation. It's not getting worse than that. Uh, So hand me whatever. I'm fine with it. Like I said, and then like edibles and stuff, that's a whole different deal because like, who knows how that's going to fuck you up. I just won't take that. I'll just be like, oh, I'll have this later.
0: And then you won't.
1: And then I probably won't. I and then can't. I have friends enough that are like even more fucked up than me. Unless <laughs> we'll be i like, know like, oh, I will take that.
0: <laughs> My friends always take the street edible like from a fan or something. They're like, yeah, man. You know, sometimes they'll give it to you, and it looks so good that you have to say yeah. But unless I know exactly. who they are,
1: exactly. And we, here's the thing: everybody has their levels, and I think that's like fine. To ha- like some people are less like stringent, and like that doesn't make them like gross or fucked up. Man, I mean, I've been there too. Sometimes you just need it, and like you, you can't, can't smoke whatever. weed on Big Brother. You couldn't smoke weed? No edibles? No, nothing. Seventy days, nothing.
0: Seventy days,
1: nothing. But it was kind of great because I I still use that to this day as like a uh, potheads can quit.
0: 70 days. I was like
1: the, I am the most reliant person on it. And I went 70 days and thrived. I won the fucking show. You know what I mean? So it's not like it was like this huge detriment to me. It's oh not where I was like, god. I mean, I felt it for yeah but, sure. but I mean, like, you can watch the show by and like, like day 30 you're good. Chill.
0: By what day were you good? Oh my oh, god. Oh no, I was not. You never, right? By the end of it, you're like, I needed it.
1: Oh, it was, it got worse and worse.
0: How big was the first joint when you finally got home? It was small, it but it was.
1: was everything I needed. It was, you know, that scene from Jaws, where they like zoom in and pan out at the same time. <laughs> Whoa, oh. Like that fucking shit happened to me. Cause here's what I, Scott, so Scott sees me. I haven't seen my partner Scott in 70 days. So that's like three alone, a long trip. Yeah. Three months. It's like nuts for like, You know, lovey dovey. And you guys are so sweet. Yeah, you guys are so sweet. We have a joint, we're like smoking a joint in the parking lot of the Loose Moose in Toronto, like on Front Street. If you know that area, it's like so busy. So
0: busy. And you had just. Been announced the winner of.
1: And I'm smoking this joint to my face like I normally would, not realizing, like, not thinking. And cause Scott's tolerant. so excited to see me. He's not like warning me. And I'm just smoking it. And then someone goes from before, Sarah for Big Brother! The first time anybody ever recognizes me on the street. And like, yeah, that Jaws thing happened to me. My whole world like flipped upside down. It was like my. my And honestly, the whole thing didn't hit me until I smoked that joint. Until that moment, I was like, holy fuck and everything i just did came like flooding back to me and it was like
0: god i love that you were open about it because imagine you weren't and now you have to pretend like you're not ripped out of your mind
1: and i would have never won the show if i wasn't just open about being a pothead open about my because i would have been like too can can you tell me something that i remember being
0: a huge deal what was your overnight thing on instagram how i remember it being pretty crazy that you went from like oh my god
1: like 60 people to like twenty five thousand. people people
0: yeah do you guys hear that if you're listening she went from like a normal Instagram account like a couple hundred people like you would Not live even in your a life a couple
1: hundred like literally s- like less than 60 I had I had just started my Instagram oh, I had no friends on it in- and it was like my personal Lord. friends yeah
0: yes man to like yes, yeah,
1: 20,000 on Instagram Twitter to reddit there's like a whole thing. The whole world of I know, Reddit. man. I I, I know I've told right you this. Now. Take a
0: drink, enjoy it. it elicits one. the... I remember people, because they knew I worked at Vapor Central for about three months after you won Big Brother. Almost everybody who ran into me asked me not about Stoner Sundays. They asked me, How is your comedy? And I'd be like, Good, good. And they'd be like, Man, Vapor Central, is that that girl? Is that where that girl who won big? Camp? And you'd be like, Yeah, man, hey, well, Sarah.
1: I'm because I, you've been my claim to fame for so long. <laughs> I, I mean, literally, no. I'm glad we could do it for each other. Cause like, I so work funny. at, they people would hear Vapor Central and they'd be like, Oh, like that Sunday. I'd be like, Yeah, Mike Rita, like that is the show you gotta be at.
0: God, do you remember those are good days. The days that we're talking about, if you don't know, we worked together at a lounge in Toronto called Vapor Central. Who since then we don't actually work there anymore, but and
1: I personally don't really. And
0: she can't be. You, you're like I'm. I'm choosing not even to be associated. Um, <laughs> you're, you're the. You're this is what I mean. The no guff personality. <laughs> I just
1: had to throw that in. You're there, like I am like, not really guffing around. Yeah, anymore. I don't fuck
0: around. Listen, man. Well, in our heyday of the Vapor Central days, we we all got high and lived a pretty cool life, man. And Sarah, when she came out of...
1: We really... It was a fucking very cool life. Dude,
0: it was wild, Sarah. You came out of Big Brother, and it was nuts, man. I can't, like... You were like a, uh, you were the hottest thing in Canada for what, like
1: Big Brother. I mean, I give credit to Big Brother for that. They really put themselves on the line. Like, like listen, if if you take the perspective of this show, there's been like 20 seasons of the States. Yeah, but 56 different countries or something like that have a Big Brother. I think I'm probably the only person who was like a pothead on the show, even and though won, how many people though. smoked weed on the show. But they like gave me that chance to be like, yeah, sure, let's acknowledge it. Let's talk about it. Why keep and it in the closet? Won. And you, then I want
0: You know, the best thing is, you're probably like a larf, like in the... Like, yeah, well, why the pothead chick? Yeah, everyone loved her. It really
1: worked. I literally said on the first day, don't worry about me, I'm just a stoner. Oh my and God. And that shit paid hey, off. how the fuck does that work? How do they choose you? Can you talk about that? I went to open casting calls. What? Yeah. And at, uh, like the Toronto Convention Center, there was like thousands of people who went and they give you like 30 seconds. They're like, why do you want to be on Big Brother? And I was like, wow. I want to like fight with people. Listen, I was like, I'm man. like this crazy feminist. That's like, how that worked. And here's the thing. At first, they <laughs> said, why do you want to be feminist. on this
0: show? <laughs> so I was crazy feminist smoke weed. Put me on a fucking show. I was like, like <laughs> you
1: want to see people fight? Like, I'm your <laughs> fucking girl. And he said like, that was the reason because we, we stood oh up there. They God. gave us all 10 seconds. And I said, whatever. I said, I live in Toronto, I've been a fan of the show forever, I want to be on the show. And then he was kind of like, all right, all of you are good to go, like, go. And then we were walking away, and I gave it, like, a four-second pause as everyone walked away, and I turned back to the table. And he told me, if I hadn't turned back to the table, I left nothing memorable for him. But it's because I, like, turned back, and I was like, listen, brah, I didn't really, like, you know present myself the best there but like if you want somebody who's gonna fight with people who's gonna be a crazy feminist like just give me another chance at least and honestly i was wearing these gold disco pants from american apparel nice. those pants they got me put on the show they were great they were great My you actually great. have very like, loud
0: um, clothing sometimes
1: yeah oh yeah you have a
0: yellow jacket that i refer to as uh, the best jacket in canadian entertainment
1: it's literally famous that jacket that
0: jacket's fucked yeah it's one of those pieces of clothing that might have its own twitter like sarah hanlon's yellow jacket you're like wow what the fuck does it it tweet
1: i went out on (laughs) october 17th the legalization day here in canada (laughs) and because every reporter out there was with their camera looking for people smoking weed on the street and i was and i was wearing like the most vibrant mustard Vintage jacket that you've seen from Value Village. It's like, I, I can't wear that jacket and not get a compliment.
0: Obviously not. And it's loud. So,
1: like, it was on, like, Huff Post, Globe and Mail, like, UK shit. Like, it was everywhere. Not me. My jacket. And it gets <laughs> the... It was, like, Star is Born, Lady Gaga shit. Okay.
0: Okay. I always I always wonder about so much shit because, yeah, you had... Man, like, cr- craziest, ra- like, rise to fame. You actually were just a normal person Living legit, a fucking Here's the normal life. You know though.
1: what? I never was a normal person, and I never lived a normal life. You know how people come up, like people come okay, up to me cool. on the street and talk to me now. Give me this. If this for is some sick. reason, I've always been that person. People will come up to me, they tell me their whole life fucking story. Maybe I've always dressed like that. No, I've no, always no been kind man. of man. Uh,
0: it's your energy, man. It's just natural that think, way. You yes, think? Yes,
1: because people come up.
0: If you've ever had someone come up to you and tell you their story, and you didn't ask, and you just been sitting there, and they came. That's an energy. We were at an airport once and somebody did that to us. They just came up and they're like, man, got kicked out of my apartment. T- and you're like, what?
1: What but is But I that? could see that with you. Yeah, you, you and Danielle.
0: No, man. It's actually me and my road manager on our way to uh, British Columbia. This a guy named DJ that I grew up with. He's like a, a driver, joint roller, photographer. Just does everything with me on the road. I love him. He's the best and two
1: I, two cool people with good energies yeah like they and they felt like they needed to unload and like maybe dude, he just you walked there.
0: up to us and started unloading Aww. and we didn't even go anywhere we just sat there because it was okay this is for real um i'm bad at reading flight times <laughs> So I got to Hamilton Airport about two hours earlier than I had to, <laughs> and if you've ever been at Hamilton Airport, it's like a ten-person line. Nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. It takes like ten minutes, and you're in. So you can be there a few minutes. They before have
1: your a flight. they have a um <laughs> parking for like the Tim Hortons in the airport, and you could just yeah. like park and pretend you're getting a coffee and just like go in.
0: That little fucking airport is sick. It's that
1: amazing. Is, uh, you never have to take off your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. FYI. honestly, for GTA folks, if Hamilton you can take because they're cheaper flights too. So. Hamilton to Swoop,
0: Flair WestJet they have little yeah, express. You're going to
1: Calgary, LA.
0: Did you hear about that 499 fly anywhere in Canada thing? No. Flair Airlines is introducing a 499 springtime flight so you can fly from March, April, May or something, March to June and you can fly anywhere in Canada for 499 unlimited between those months.
1: Well, that's amazing for people in the north and stuff. They need to hear that. Go see their families and shit because it's like literally like thousands of dollars for them.
0: Canada sucks to fly around.
1: Oh, it's what's sick. your favorite place? Well, and now like they don't even have Greyhound and shit. That's why like when people are getting pissed, this is maybe like kind of topical for a podcast, maybe time wise, but Whatever. for all the protests that are happening for the wet Wow, t-
0: is that how it's pronounced? Wet I don't know. what It's what's? Is it what I don't know either. We're the, we're, it's not your fault. It's wetzu. Su- I think it's wetzueten. how did you yeah. say it the first time? Uh, wet wet sweatin sweatin'? Wet sweatin'. I think I. But that it's doesn't. That
1: sounds like more of a Sarah pronunciation. It's than
0: not. I can't hear. I can't say it either. And I hear it on the news. Yeah, but I've heard the indigenous dude on TV say it so perfectly, and you're like, I gotta learn yeah, it. Yeah, you way. just
1: like try to practice it. Yeah, me too. Wetzueten.
0: Yeah. Wetzueten. I can't. Sweatin'. We're going to wetzueten. We're really trying. Oh, to
1: honestly, yeah. Fuck. We could. I would die to just get on the front lines.
0: How do you do that, though? How do you get there?
1: You just, I mean, well, even at Queens Park and stuff yesterday was pretty oh amazing. Oh, my God. So I think it's more important probably that you find, like, local action.
0: Listen, man, I don't want to date ourselves. You're right. You never want to date yourself. But currently in the in, the in the, the now, last little bit, there's been some protests happening in Ontario and in Canada with the against teachers.
1: Against an unjust pi- pipeline, really. A pipeline going through so land that, pipeline, that is not pipeline going land. on,
0: the teachers' one, and there's one more going on. There's a, oh yeah
1: the teacher All yeah, it, they're
0: yeah. all teaming up right now pretty much to make as much ruckus as they can in our country and in our province more uh, importantly um, yeah, and the and crazy it's pretty thing incredible. is it's constantly shut down by the dumbest people on the internet like with the dumbest memes
1: Exactly. they'll and show
0: like a picture of garbage and then they'll show a picture of a grassy area and the garbage area will be like the pipeline <laughs> oh no it'll be like the protests and then the clean grass here will be like the pipeline no the difference you're like what are you talking about right it's
1: literally yes it's there there's no concept leaving
0: that meme who is like exactly that's the truth all these people honestly
1: though that's the question because sometimes in my most conspiracy theory thing i think that the people who are making those memes and shit know exactly what they're doing half the time obviously they're just trying to rile people up Why,
0: why do people who are really smart try to reach out to the lowest denominator that always trips me out how they're okay with selling that
1: yeah i mean because it, it's an innate impulse of because we want to first of all the internet this is like a whole deep heavy thing right let's but get in it the internet is such a fucked up thing and like we're old enough to remember those first things of like chat rooms and stuff it people will. on there are on there to cause a fucking ruckus and be a dick man 90 percent of the time or not 90 percent of the time i mean you have your cultures on there and then 90% of the time someone's on there being a dick, they're literally doing it to just incite people for the sake of it. Not because they actually have like a vested interest. Why
0: man? Humans are weird.
1: Humans are the worst. And the internet is just,
0: what's the weirdest interaction you've ever had on the internet? Just ever, just ever in your life. That is the weirdest interaction. You never forget
1: oh well people oh this is really weird
0: you give me a bait you don't have to go super into detail if it's like really fucked because you're kind of
1: after big brother we like go out for dinner yes man we're out for dinner and the waitress comes up and they're like and there's like a bunch of us from the show and they're oh my god you were on big brother like and this is our server at a jack Astors, and then they're like so how did you masturbate on the show
0: really because like you
1: were being filmed the whole time so like how did you guys masturbate
0: oh my god
1: so that sticks out to me as one of the She weirdest did that
0: live in front of you guys. In front
1: of like 7 of us. Yeah.
0: Did anybody answer?
1: Honestly, I think cuz we were on that show and we were all so messed up with like people pleasing and like
0: It just didn't we matter. We might so
1: have we might have like, like oh, yeah, whatever man, you find your place. It was <laughs> the shower
0: see nobody cares nobody really at the end of the day they're like yeah they just oh that lady had that question locked and loaded
1: and then it was only like probably hours and days later that i was like that was like a weird question right
0: yeah that's a hundred percent a weird question oh man that's maybe our pizzas here oh that's our pizza for oh sure. man i'm gonna go get it i'm gonna go get it here hold this pizza
1: <laughs> pizza Pizza break, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, great. I'm literally not anybody. Yeah. No, no, no. You, I, I, I can see. Like, yeah, you're legit. No, 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 no. I oh, played like a silly won. game. Yeah, but did I did win. Proper? What? Did proper proper, proper no, no. Insight, right? insight. insight. Oh, insight did broke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you
0: dealt, did. I with them when I was on uh, Ready or Not. Uh, fucking
1: Degrassi. Ready or Not was, was the best rock, show. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Amanda and yeah. yeah. Busy. The started best. Started. I grew up on that yeah. show. Yeah. So I'm, tol- I'm obsessed. Obsessed with that. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, That's so cool. I'm obsessed. Like, uh, like Canadian media. I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Very cool. Yes, I love Trevor Boris. He was in incri- he's like a inspiration to me for sure. Cause like I loved his comedy before. And then so like he does the he's the challenge producer. And honestly, okay, it's crazy. Big brother's like a whole fucking thing. So there's like fifty seven different versions of the show across the world. And they have like Exactly. Yeah. So he's worked for the U.S. and Canada and the U.K. and they have like conferences, which I find like on almost honestly like a little like Doctor Evil style of like to <laughs> think that like these Big Brother producers get together all over the world and then they like go over the best ways to like fuck with people. Right. Right. But these poor people who have no idea what's coming to them, you know. But to, honestly, but to to their um credit they are like they were so i've never done because i this is what i tell people about big brother yes it's the most fucked up thing i've ever done and it was like emotionally a roller coaster but i have also never done something with such consent in my life like they let me know huge like they were like this I is was, gonna be I fucked you know and then they made me sign everything a gazillion times yeah and i've heard that uh, uh, the uh, other things with familiar things with other reality totally shows blessed. so i like, I'm, like feel really nervous, that one looks so good, the veggie, Joe, actually, yeah. But I can't, I can't have too much, roll but roll I'll on the have the slice.
0: Yeah. Only half a slice.
1: he already Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So I gave Trevor his first TV comedy show. Oh my god, no
1: way! Oh, yeah. my God, that's and, so amazing. It's yeah. so oh nice to God, meet you guys. Boris? Yeah, I, Trevor Boris. He and I did Canadian country music awards together. Isn't he, like, an incredible talent? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, like, so at these that Big Brother conference, he did, like, this huge presentation about, because they, th- of all these countries in the world, they see Big Brother Canada as, like, 100% by and far the best challenge team. The producing, the structures of the actual challenges themselves, plus like the actual like rhythm of the games—they're actually like exciting. They have drama in them. Reach this. You're all, you're yeah. All yeah, on on you're, TV. You're
0: all, all right, are we back. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Global Global dumb Media.
0: Grab some slices. You can grab slices live. I think it's a No, I think
1: actually Bell I Media, it, mine's Global, yeah. so it's, diff- yeah, it's They're funny. they're different it's networks cool. too. Yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, I'm going to get GG.
0: Pizza's back. We smashed the pizza. Oh, my God. Isn't it just classic, man? Olive
1: pizza is... You need olives on a pizza, is what I'm Whoa, trying to
0: say. big conversation. <laughs> is olives a good pizza topping? You think olives are a good pizza 100%, 100%. topic? thousand
1: percent. hundred percent. You
0: think pineapple is a good Fuck, one? Fuck no. Wow. See? No. See? I'm pro pineapple, anti olives. No. Hey, we're going to ask the studio here. What do we what, got? Like,
1: how does that make sense? You're anti salt on pizza, but you're pro fucking Sweet. fruit? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm all over the place. I mean, I really think that I should give Hawaiian another try because I haven't had it in forever, but I'm so anti the thought of it. Like, Anybody want a garlic? Yeah, bust
0: that shit out. <laughs> this is the from Mike Reader. We're, we're eating our pizza, you know, and our, and, and our feelings. I'm gonna say what pizza place it is. I don't give a fuck. Can we say that? I'm gonna say it. it's Pizza Gigi in Toronto, which is a legendary pizza joint because they got busted for drugs in the '90s, and they're the best.
1: They're really, it's really delicious. It's
0: the best pizza. I love them. I always give a shout out to them, not because of the drugs, but because of the pizza <laughs> quality. They are delicious.
1: So it was like you ordered like a double large and it was like a half ounce and a pepperoni or what?
0: Man, I don't know how they did it, but they were running like, yeah, a drug ring out of the pizza joint. And I always wondered how that worked. I mean, we'll never really know now.
1: Extra oregano. <laughs> yeah, you know? Right? Extra oregano. Nobody
0: orders that. Imagine one day you did order extra oregano by mistake. Just as a person, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get extra oregano right now.
1: <laughs> Two 12-year-olds, They're when their mom's like, we're going to leave you. We're going to leave you $20 for dinner, Mikey. And that kid just loves oregano.
0: Get That's extra oregano. That's his life. The hell is this? <laughs> I I, we
1: just came up with our first plot line for a co-written 90s coming-of-age tale.
0: Man. Right, we gotta lower the age of consent for weed. No one's gonna wait till what is it? Like nineteen? Nobody waits till nineteen. Did you wait till nineteen for your first drink?
1: No, but it's hard. I mean, I think if I had kids, I got kids. Wouldn't you? Don't you want her to wait though? No. I think I'd do that thing where I'd be like, I'll pay you like a thousand bucks if you just wait till you're eighteen. I think it would be worth it. Mm-mm.
0: I'm just gonna teach her. That's just so early and because I smoke weed around my kid all the time. Like I'll be in the kitchen and I'll be near a fan. And she'll be in the living room. She's, like, literally within eyesight most times.
1: Right, right, right. But seeing and doing is different things.
0: But I I want her to know that it's a normal thing for adults.
1: Exactly. And you're really not an adult until you're 18.
0: Yeah. So, but I feel like if I teach her that, I won't have to, like... like, she's probably going to try it when she's a teenager, right? Like, well,
1: because I, I do. Yeah, and it's hard because I flirt with those two schools of thought of, like, you kind of do need to get drug use out of your. Because yeah. for me, I, I got drug use out of my system. Man, I used to have a joke about By my about 20s. That. And then, like. When the
0: fuck are you going to do drugs? When you're 40s with kids in a house? You're a loser? No, you do it when you're 20s and you got nothing to lose. 20s, you know?
1: but not teens because I do think maybe mm. your brain is still developing. Yeah, obviously. And like that's oh, and I made that joke but before, and I don't is, and I don't condone like when I was like I was smoking mm-hmm. aluminum when I'm like 15 years mm-hmm. old, like that that's n- I, I really don't want I wouldn't want your kids or my if kids my or anybody doing that. If my parents truly knew how
0: much weed I was smoking as a teenager, they would have been massively disappointed. But they would have had one of those moments where it's like, wow, that explains everything.
1: And at the end, in retrospect, would I say, like I honestly wish that I had I wish I had the teachings of cannabis before I like. I don't want to say, like, I wish I was smoking weed when I was 15 and stuff, but I wish that I had that sense of perspective that I did because I was smoking weed when I was 18, 19. Like, Mm. I chilled out. I didn't take people's opinions of me as seriously and shit. I enjoyed what I enjoyed. I wish I had those lessons when I was 15 and stuff. But I do think that maybe because when I read, like, scientists and shit, I do want to, like... Give credit to, like, the neurologists and the scientists who say that, like, you know, the brain is still developing. Like, because, like, there's nothing wrong with beer. I fucking love beer. Same way. But I wouldn't say that 16, 17-year-old. I would just, I'd just say, like, just wait, like, one more year. Because also, too, do you find yourself, like, I find myself a little dependent on it. And I'm, like, only 30. So why are we trying to make that, like, just give them as many years of their life where they're not dependent on shit?
0: Dependent on weed. And the worst part is...
1: Or even, like, but that's the thing. Then when you stop, you're like, you can't have Coke, you can't have chocolate, you can't have pizza. Because at the same time, it's all kind of bad. Like, I don't know. Cost I think I would be shrimp. the worst mom. I'd be like, granola. And, like.
0: You're not going to be like No that. TV. You're going to be the kind of mom. Whatever you like, you will give to your children in, a, in children form. Right. Okay, wait. We're going to have a break right now. We're going to have a pizza break. So like Does anybody na- want to grab a so slice? Grab a slice.
1: So you're talking, like, 90210... Binges,
0: yes, man. Anybody else want a slice? Grab a slice. We're doing a, we're doing a pizza. We're doing a, a, a we're having the producers grab the pizza. We're gonna do this once in a while. It's a Everybody pizza get party. in
1: here. I recommend the olive, obviously. You Mike like the wooden. olive pizza? No, man.
0: Me and Mill, pepperoni it's for life.
1: Pepperoni forever. <laughs> yeah,
0: our producers. We're having a producer off. Oh, he's getting one of each. Mill. Pepperoni with olives is plates. like next level. Up. Man, you oh. like the olive. Mm-hmm. I can't do the olive on pizza. Man. On
1: anything, or you like olives I sometimes? I love
0: olives. I love those little Monzellas or whatever they're called with the little pepper inside.
1: Yes, Manzanilla.
0: Manzanilla. Mm-hmm. There's, I,
1: there's Kalamata. I, I'm an olive. Yeah, I know, I know them all. Um, I fuck
0: with jarred olives.
1: Queens. <laughs> oh yeah, ones? the jars are the best, honestly, or cans. Um.
0: It was me putting down crusts. You fuck with crusts? You eat crusts?
1: Yes, I'm an adult, is the question you're asking. I'm an adult human being.
0: I don't hate crusts. I hate this little part in between. I love the crust. Because you
1: got to fold and it. And
0: I love the cheese, but I hate the bread and, and, and that part where the cheese doesn't meet the crust. And there's a little bit of bread there. And just sauce is, a, is 100% the worst part of a slice of you pizza. Know,
1: because you have to fold the crust into where the juiciest part of the pizza is.
0: No way, man. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying, though. You know what I mean? Okay, all right.
1: Exactly. There's two. There, there's Actually, you can look this up. There's like three ways to fold a pizza. You do like that, either just completely like that, or like that's the way to do it. And then fold it. The double fold.
0: Wow. And then like this. And
1: then like that.
0: Oh, look at that, guys. I'm going to eat a pizza like that. That's the way fuck. to do it. You think I want to eat a pizza like that? I got no respect for the system. I don't give a fuck what your old school rules are. Fuck you. Eat a slice of pizza straight. Go fuck yourself. I support the folding slice community.
1: Just don't mm. don't get a knife and fork out here, though. Mm. See, it's like a little pit. It's like a uh, pizone now.
0: I don't like pizones. They're always too hot, so you gotta wait to eat them. You're and then insane. when you go to eat them, You're they're insane. too cold.
1: You're insane. You're insane. I I have taste buds that I, again, I'm an adult. <laughs> I know. I'm
0: over here. <laughs> what did I just complain about? I was complaining about something. I was like, Frost, I don't
1: like the pot that oh doesn't have the cheesy.
0: Oh, it's not hot. It's not cheesy. It's not hot. It's just soggy. Get off of my plate. Honestly, I am a perfectionist when it comes to eating things. I cannot eat chicken with skin on it. I think it's nasty. I need to have the it's skin. I want to
1: say, like, the Portuguese mother thing. She probably made you your plate, like, pretty perfect, right? You didn't have to. Like, my my mom, I love my mom, and she is amazing, but she was very much like, that's your plate. I mean, you mm-hmm. deal with that.
0: My mother made me make my own plates. She was so annoyed with me.
1: <laughs> because already you were as like, I kid. don't want crust. I don't
0: want that. I don't want that. There's too much fat on the, the chorizo. Because chorizo, you can see the, the fatty like parts from the outside of the cast.
1: You asked your mom to take out the fat of the chorizo. Chorizo,
0: yeah, when we were kids. Because I literally, like chorizo might be a hipster topping now, but when I was a kid, I'm Portuguese. (laughs) That was an actual food in my fucking house that went with everything else. If you had chicken, you had chorizo. You had beef, you had chorizo.
1: Makes sense. You had roast,
0: you had chorizo. It was fucking crazy. And it's when you ask my parents, it's because when you're growing up poor... There's only certain foods, so everything there has to be there's bread with every meal because right, bread right, is cheap.
1: Right. And it's satisfying. Chorizo. It makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah. And
0: my mom told me I'm lucky. Because when she was a kid, chorizo wasn't made with the good parts of the like what was left. It was made with whatever the fuck. You made it with just chunks of leg and shin and like thigh and like... So
1: that's what she was asking. She was asking her parents, can you take like the thigh out? And you were like... There's bone in my chorizo. Like eat the fucking
0: bone. I'm over there like,
1: there's a little bit of fat,
0: fat and gristle, mama. And she's like, shut the fuck up. Get, eat your own fucking chorizo. No, my mom's so nice. Mikey, I don't want to eat the chorizo. No, eat the chorizo. <laughs>
1: I tell people I could listen literally just to you read the phone book in your mother's voice and I would uh, it's just my favorite See the problem that with I that is, her is
0: her she wife. wouldn't know how to read any of the names
1: <laughs> uh, Anderson who I don't understand the name Anderson uh, Smith How would w- my name how would she think it's pretty Hanlan Hanlan
0: And she wouldn't know how to say
1: Hanlan <laughs> Do you think she'd like me?
0: No my mom likes nobody <laughs> She doesn't like me You know who she likes in life? My my daughter and that's it oh. She doesn't like me. She doesn't like my wife. She doesn't like my brother. She doesn't like my sister. I think
1: honestly though, but I like your wife and your daughter a whole lot. I <coughs> would just talk so, hyper, up so much. I would be like, "Oh my god, you have the most beautiful true story, granddaughter." She
0: likes my wife Danielle because Danielle uh, puts up with me, and she can't believe that I found someone <laughs> to think, put up with me. I think
1: that's all mothers. I think.
0: I uh, Mikey is. Uh, I hate Mikey. Like you know. <laughs> you can't believe that I found someone. Oh who my let's god! Me smoke yeah, weed. no, that's
1: every mother. That's every mother.
0: My mom didn't think women smoked weed. That's well, real. that's
1: a that's kind of a real thing. I mean, growing Dude. up, I, it was always me hanging out with like the boyfriends, and then mm-hmm. our significant others were somewhere being mad. Yeah, Dude. that was like a thing. And I and I was very genderqueer, and anybody who when was, I told I my mom was very...
0: that women are allowed to smoke weed too, she's like, allowed? Yeah, but no, but you never see. <laughs>
1: yeah, because enjoying themselves
0: and you're like what do you mean i love that though my mom is very old school still in the sense that my mom will like press my dad's pants on sunday like if they're going out my dad will be like where's my pants <laughs> and my mom will be like they're on the way they're on the <laughs> way you're like, and like we'll be coming over as a family cute. to go meet them to go out or something and we're like shut up we'll, we are all anti my dad when he gets <laughs> like that like shut up Shut up, you fucking idiot! You don't <laughs> talk to mommy like that. And my mom was like, "It's okay. He told me to make the pants. It's okay. <laughs> he can make the pants. You go, go. You want to? I. They. They. She'll defend him. She'll be like, he's just asking. And uh, yeah.
1: I adore her. I adore her, and I've never met her.
0: She's old school. Wait, you're gonna bounce? I love you. We're saying bye to one we of our uh, one of our OG McFrees. He's leaving. If thank you can you. see him in shot, he, he, not, thank you. I love you. Okay. I'll, I'll have to look you up. Uh, you famous celebrity. You. Well, yeah. Oh, it was so
1: nice to meet you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so
0: much. Be safe, brother. Mike,
1: don't me judge me on it when if you, you do can, Google you me. Judge me. <laughs> yeah, don't judge on her
0: Google because he's gonna run into articles <laughs> like. No, God's even a worse judge of anybody else. If God was judging me, he'd Amen. be my mother. He'd be like, I don't like you do this. <laughs> When I picture a god, I always, I always picture him in my mom's voice. That is 100%. Because my mom was so religious growing up that anytime I picture a god, I don't picture a guy being like, do the right thing. <laughs> I picture my mom being like, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> and I'm like,
0: God, is that you? It's me, God. God damn, it's your mom. I can't. Listen, when you die, what do you think happens? Do you ever think about that shit? Oh. We had that. We had a guest on a few weeks ago when we talked about that. And, I, and I, you're cool. You're like... I don't like using the term hippy dippy, but you're chill. I I am, I you're am hippie the definition dippy.
1: of hi- hippy dippy. OK, so, so you're hippy dippy. I'll give you the most hippy dippy answer. Wait, I'm, give I'm
0: me two. Give me two answers. We did this last week or a couple weeks ago. I can't remember how when it was, but give me what you think happens for real. Uh, dead honest in your heart, what you think happens for real. And then also give me what you hope happens.
1: OK, those are heavier than I was willing to give because um, mm. I leave open the option for everything. Always, I think, is what I try to do. Um, And then, but if I'm going gut, I honestly, I don't know. I don't think I've ever let myself really go there. I mean... That's
0: a good answer. A lot of people's answer.
1: I believe in energy a whole lot. So it's just going to be a transference of energy, right? And I do believe... Like I believe in ghosts and I believe in fucking astrologies and I believe in because like how could you not like we're trying to we're trying to say like and people say that like genitals describe so much of like (laughs) personality and history and like every fucking thing. But then we say that like horoscopes or astronomy, which is literally like the way the the universe was when you were born has no bearing on anybody, you know, like Like the fact that babies experience spring at the same like if you if me and you are born in February we experience spring at the same time we experience at a certain age we experience winter at certain ages I think those things can fundamentally kind of like shape certain things about you you know what I mean I think there's room for everything. So, for, man,
0: I like that there's room for everything because there is no guarantee. so you as a human, you're allowed to believe in whatever the fuck you want
1: and And I think the the hardest thing for human beings is to be, is to believe in things that we don't have the explanations for, which is having that leap of faith, right? Which is Who what cares. People you get one life. Yeah. Believe in
0: whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. So Listen. I think,
1: like, so I just try to make myself like good energy as much, so I can think that my good energy would be transposed into something else. You I think I might sp- you
0: down to spark our next dude. Are we done with our pizza that right up, now? Yeah, okay. because
1: it's the heavy combo
0: Okay. Yeah. What the do you think? What
1: I hope is, you know, like what everybody hopes is, I, or re, I, I guess I would hope in reincarnation.
0: God, that's a good one. See, D, my wife, loves reincarnation. I don't even like saying my wife, just my partner, my homie. We love Mm -hmm. each other, and she believes in reincarnation. She'll fight me to fucking death over the idea of reincarnation. And I'll be like, you want want to come back as a bird? And she's like, I don't know what I'm coming back as, but your energy has to go somewhere. Well, and I think the idea of reincarnation
1: is... um To learn the lesson that you need to learn.
0: I'm okay with that, So it doesn't,
1: like, you know, people say that there's levels or whatever. A bird is higher than an ant or whatever. But it's, like, all about, like, what you would need to learn after what you already learned. And then if you think about it that way, to think about, like, that we're human beings and we've kind of gone through cycles of other things. And because, again, here's my thing. The Thing is, you have to allow for paradoxes to exist, so these can all exist all at the same time. I I'm think okay that's with the that, fucked too. Up thing. I think they all do exist if people believe in something, it exists. I'm not, I'm not See, someone quantum who says,
0: physics will tell you that you are 100% correct on that. Is
1: that not the truth?
0: Yes, so I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with everything
1: they said. So that's we're reincarnated so that's or we just go to sleep forever sometimes, and, and okay I think maybe on. Because I love sleeping. I think there's something beautiful (laughs) about sleeping. I think there's some, and I and I think there's something to when you're depressed, you sleep more. I think we don't pay attention to sleep, so I do think that there's something connected with sleep and death. That it would be beautiful for me to think of too. If we all just went to sleep, (laughs) that ain't bad. See, that's what I believe
0: in. Like, if you were to ask me which one I truly believe in. I, o- I always think that we just die. I actually think it's really grim but, and but shitty. See,
1: and so, because that's kind of where my heart goes too. But then can, can those things not exist too? Because yes. as we die, your energy does exist no matter what.
0: And right? it's gotta if go somewhere. If you died tomorrow,
1: I would carry you on in my spirit. And that's your energy living on in the world. See, so like, I well, had
0: that first epiphany feeling. This is for real. When I was like 16 years old, I was listening to Jimi Hendrix. And I, I, for a second, I was so high as a kid. Just smoking weed and a, and a pipe in my bedroom listening to a, a Hendrix Greatest Hits is album. Is there
1: anything better than that?
0: No, man. So Hendrix's voice is coming out of the speaker. And I'm like, man, this guy's not dead. I can hear him. He's right here. I can literally hear him. How but can he be and dead? It's
1: real as shit. There's <laughs> nothing more real than that.
0: The dude is dead maybe in like physical form. But he's not dead. I can hear him. I can literally That's hear him be I like never, you know and as
1: I'm getting older, I can feel it a little bit more because there's a couple of celebrity deaths that have hit kind of close to home like Luke Perry or whatever where I like I literally cried. Did you
0: grow up watching 902? Of course See, I grew up. Watching a guy 9 like 9 Luke Perry is like your childhood crush. So what he's I always have that feeling when someone dies, they take all the happiness that they gave you with them. When Robin Williams died, I had that feeling. Oh, stop.
1: Yes, Robin Williams is another one. It gets me really sad. So when Robin
0: Williams died, my whole childhood was like, I'll cry right now. I swear to God. It does, you
1: can't watch, I know, I'm sorry, but you can't watch like Mrs. Doubtfire and shit the same way, because it was like that light-hearted, but I think that's the way he died as well,
0: yeah,
1: I think that's because you can, he clearly had such a tormented life, which so many comedians have, and you are a comedian, and and people must dismiss your feelings sometimes. Bec- like people don't treat comedians in the, in the no same ways. No, comics talk about
0: their feelings because you're not allowed to. Comics are supposed to be these like and people rock just artists. want you unhappy and fun all the
1: time. And really, humor I think always comes from like the we know the most sensitive yeah. of places, right? Hey, you know, especially I get your humor. <laughs> your humor is so fucking tapped into like what's real and what's important and what's like
0: emotionally a thing. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, like, yeah. Okay,
0: but wait. You know, honestly. Um, I always express myself in these long winded posts on social media because it's like this perfect outlet because a lot of people just like to write something really cheap and easy and just get in and out. Because they don't want to attach any emotion, because they don't want to miss on their post. In a sense, they don't want people to think something negative in, about them, so they try to like live this like super flashy stuff. Well, and but people,
1: but also people shouldn't. I, I do because for me, I resist that too because yeah, it's yeah. like almost like expected that you have to pour yourself out.
0: No man, you're you're allowed to just write whatever you want. So sometimes, I, like yesterday, I wrote something stupid. It was like a picture of just like vibes in diner. I don't know what the fuck I wrote, something like that. But most times, if I post something about my daughter. I'll always write something so fucking long so I let people know it's like, uh, it's okay to express yourself. I have a real big issue with that because I have anger issues internally with like life. I'm really angry at certain things. And it's so, ditto, hard ditto. To, dude, how do you express yourself when you have anger issues and people expect you to be this like perfect, super
1: happy, calm, especially about something like, like um, you bring up something I've thought about a lot. If I had a child, Yo. I have 27. 25.5 followers on Instagram. If I posted a child, a picture of my child, I would expect 25.5 likes on that photo. That's
0: right. And like
1: nothing <laughs> less. I post pictures of my dogs and I'm offended that I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We're not cra- yeah,
0: we're not cracking My the, like, next
1: post, I want to write in text on my post, if you don't like my dogs, unbomb, <laughs> you know, What's I get What's a normal threshold angry. for a
0: poster? It's like 500 likes, like entry level?
1: For like a face photo.
0: Fuck off! Yeah.
1: And then anything else less. But like if you're in the photo, yeah. If if it's just my face, I could get a thousand. No
0: way! That's so fucking funny.
1: No, but that's but that's like you're saying it can eat at you and get all fucking. Because then you're like, oh, I don't okay, post if, with my friends. Uh, imagine that, though. I don't post with my dog sometimes because I do. It makes me upset hey. that people don't like it as much no, as they should No, man. Like and it. You, that's
0: what I'm saying. The missing on the post. You don't want to miss on your post. You don't But see,
1: I think, there's a, I, th- I think there's nothing wrong with then holding back to and being like, you people don't fucking deserve that. Uh, yes,
0: man. Of course. You don't
1: deserve the picture of it's my beautiful baby I kept it in my media. body. Could you imagine Danielle?
0: Yo, Because like, D- that's your child.
1: True. But Danielle made that person to d sacrificed nine months not four nine months of her life alcohol dude i can't even tell you and all the things kids comfort. are attached
0: to their mom in a way that's trippy man
1: and that should be right
0: yes man some people aren't though d came from a family that wasn't they, they weren't emotionally a family like you you could, My fa- my family wasn't um emotionally a family they were just a family like my dad didn't hug me but D also came from a family that was like, like she's like, yeah, I don't think my grandmother hugged me. And that you're must like,
1: it's so hard. See,
0: that shit's trippy though because that's just the way it is. They're old school folk. Right. You're like, like I, I, hug my daughter like 30 times before 10 o'clock. I hug her when we wake up, when she brushes her teeth. And that comes naturally, eats. like because yes, for someone man. like
1: me, there are hesitancies of maybe becoming a parent because I feel like of carrying on certain things. No oh, man,
0: you won't. It only it becomes just about your kid and you. Your your whole life doesn't matter anymore. It's just about you, your partner, because you love them, trust them. That you guys—it's crazy. It'll make me cry right now. That you guys get to team up to raise a little motherfucker who is like only gonna know how much y- you know in life. So you better be as smart as you can fucking be, because you're gonna pass it on to these little nuggets. We had a girl. And uh, my daughter, when when we found out, I didn't want to be a boy dad. I wanted to be a girl dad, because little boys suck. <laughs> little fucking boys suck. And we go to playgrounds, and I am a hundred thousand percent convinced. I'm a boy. I was a boy growing up, and I my. I get it. I get why my parents sheltered me. I get why they got me into music, because uh, boys. You needed that outlet. Su- yes, man. I needed an outlet. My daughter. Is the most self-sufficient, independent little fucking nugget. M- you, like in the morning. But you
1: guys are great, great parents, dude. And we're only
0: great because she makes us great. I'm gonna tell you what makes a kid a good parent is a good kid. If your kid shit, you have an <laughs> uphill battle with a shit kid who is now your enemy. I don't care who you are as a parent, you have a shit kid. I
1: think you're missing the chicken and the egg situation fucked, here because man. of your humility and your trust. Right. Man. I mean, Kids, so you're saying like if he's if if it's a what's
0: the omen kid i don't know yeah like yeah you get like some <laughs> little yeah like some little asshole omen kid and just i don't so think shit. that
1: happens i think i mean those kids i think are made out of
0: boring I, yeah maybe under parents right yeah sometimes you can see over under parenting not over parenting raises sheltered kids who usually can grow up to either be really good adults or weirdos whatever <laughs> sure but under who doesn't love a weirdo doesn't cause weirdos Underparenting causes anger and attention needy kids and and loud kids you can see man when we go to a playground the kid who's literally going around like like the mom and dad are nowhere to be seen they're like texting at a table eating fucking chips and you're like man your kid sucks and your kid has no structure as a human my like like you need tiny childhood structure i know that sounds stupid because they're like unstructured is the best way nah man you tell your kid yo listen we're right here Go over there. Go do whatever you want. If you need us, we're right here. That's the basic structure.
1: hundred percent. Well, and that's why, like, when they say like self care is kind of like being that parent to yourself, just and that's be what you there. need to do. Just, just like,
0: just fucking be there. Be there and
1: tell them what to do. And like, like you said, give them all the information you fucking have, all of it, and make the de- let them make the decisions that they can make. Right,
0: man. Watching kids learn. A- Sarah, man, you know, don't ever be hesitant, man. Go have some fucking kids. I, I shouldn't be that guy, but I fucking am that guy now. Because I love, I love, think, love my daughters. So yeah, I fun. know.
1: And I just, I adore. I adore kids and I adore people's relationships with you kids. Won't. But I think that there's something okay with just being like that there
0: is a hundred percent everything okay with it i just honestly it's so selfish because i love you and i love your partner scott
1: so, you're, so i'm I like know,
0: make that, a motherfucking
1: that's kid. The thing, and and the oh and my the god that's cuteness so just of that factor alone i can I'm, I'm such a stoner
0: i'm so selfish i'm like <laughs> i like scott i like you make a fucking kid what do the hell do it it
1: makes it? sense I, yeah
0: yeah god, that's yeah I'm, i want you to make i want you to have an everyday 24-hour responsibility so that i can see your cute <laughs> instagram pictures <laughs>
1: We could take cute Instagram pictures with like we're
0: like us smoking at a park babies. and our kids are with an eyesight. We're like cool potted parents. <laughs> oh, we man. do have I, to hang out more though. Listen, I'm gonna tell you a cool pothead parent story quick. When I smoke weed at High Park, I step about 20 meters. So I do about 30 big steps. And then uh because that's <laughs> what that's what it's legally is. So you can't be within 20 meters of the kids. So I take about 30 big steps, I'm give or take 20, and then you take a couple more steps back man C- I, short
1: legs I'm portuguese what do you want from me i got my little construction
0: legs it's for sturdiness but uh at first i used to feel really uncomfortable and then after about two weeks of going into high park you see the same parents almost every day because you got one you got two. Oh, that's so cute so you see, man i remember this one dad who would always stare at me while i was smoking and it's like i always thought he was being an asshole like he was trying to stare at me like so i would stop and then one day he started walking to me while I was smoking a joint and I kind of like flexed. I kind of like actually, <laughs> I'm not joking, Sarah. You know me, I'm a nice guy, but I seen him walk. Oh, and I thought I was, know. Yeah, you and don't I thought shit. gonna be kind You're of like an asshole. Yeah. So I, was, I seen him walking I was like, everything cool, buddy? And he walked in and he kind of started whispering. He's like, yeah, man, I just, I see you smoke all the time. I brought a little joint. And I was like, oh my, I swear to God. But on That's the outside, the I'm heard. so cool because I, I'm very cool. Cause I always dress like, like, you know, I wear my jean vest or my shirt. So I always look like a cool dad. I don't want to fuck around. And I can't break character, so I was like, "Cool, man, cool." I, I even told him, "I was like, I thought you were an asshole. I see you stare at me all the time." <laughs> you would, you, would, you would. And he starts laughing. He's like, "No, oh, I'm looking at you, cause bro, it's like, cool, bro. You're supposed to join." I haven't seen him all winter. I don't. We don't go to the park during the winter. Oh, we tried, and then um,
1: Mike, I'm so sorry. I have to pee
0: so bad. You go pee. This is the coolest podcast you've ever been on. You know, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I like I'm gonna so con- it go go. <laughs> don't even make it. I don't give a fuck. We're gonna continue the story. Don't be sorry. I'm gonna eat half your cookie now. You fucked up. I'm going to tell the rest of the story for the listeners so we don't have to cut this. Sarah went to go take a piss. We're in a recording studio, so who gives a shit? If she's not back in three minutes, she's taking a shit. So uh, set your timers, listeners. Whatever, man. I can't remember the story I was even telling. I don't even give a fuck. I'll tell you guys uh, another story if you're listening right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the high Park story is the guy. This guy started smoking weed with me, and I became known as like some sort of pothead at the park. And other parents would once in a while join me on Little Dudes. They try to be so... I'm going to tell you something, listeners. If you're a person who didn't smoke weed before it was legal, don't talk to people who have been smoking weed for like 15 years, 20 years. Because you just are... You're such a fucking wiener. I never thought that was a thing, but I get it now. I get it. If you play beer league or ball hockey, it's hard to talk to an NHLer. And I am an NHLer of smoking weed. I'm not a veteran. I'm not some guy in the Hall of Fame. I'm some guy who's playing. I I have been in the AHL. I've worked my way up. Smoke weed every day of my life. Plenty of joints, dabs, edibles, whatever the fuck you want. And sometimes you just have these people come up and they'll bring their little jar of legal weed. (laughs) I'm smoking Broken Coast. (laughs) You're like, shut up, fucking maniacs. Uh, but that kind of stuff makes me laugh. And if you're one of these people, just put your weed that you bought legally in a little baggie <laughs> so it looks cool, you know, and, and learn how to roll it. Nobody wants to share your pipe. I don't know you. I don't want to share your pipe. I feel bad. I still hit it. I don't give a fuck. You know, you hit the pipe. So why well You hit the fucking pipe. People are nuts. They bring these little pipes to the park. And they want you to hit it with them. I never even met you. But your kid's Nice. I'll, I'll judge a parent. I'll smoke weed with them if their kid is nice. I remember one time a dad came and his, his kid was an asshole, and, I, and I, he asked me if I wanted to kind of smoke with him, and I said no. <laughs> so awkward. And I said no, and Danielle was super embarrassed because I did it. My wife is the best, but she's a good person. She was on my side, but she was so embarrassed that I was so like aggressively like, no, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> Whatever. Don't 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 bring your little asshole kid around the pothead parents. We're all judging you. That's right. I'm talking about judging parents on their shitty kids. But that's only because I have a good kid. Because if I had a shitty kid, I'd be like, please don't judge me. Because yeah, like <laughs> like, I have, not
1: my dogs are the best dogs in the entire history of the world, but they're old now and they can be, one of them can be loud and aggressive. What kind of dog? German Shepherd Cross. Oh, classic. Border Collie Cross is our other one. They're the cutest fucking dogs ever. Quick
0: quick story about But people German judge shepherds. a
1: German Shepherd like before it even exactly. does anything. Exactly. I was
0: going to say, quick story. Everybody's scared of German Shepherds because it's like a thing in your head because you grew up seeing them as police dogs. Exactly. And you're like, is this thing
1: going to bite me right now? A hundred, and they can be like that and they look intimidating. Like German Shepherds, they see each other and they're intimidated. So when a person sees a German Shepherd, they already judge it. And it's a good lesson in like prejudice because then the german shepherd takes that in and they're like oh my god this person's scared i'm scared i'm barking and it's like this thing that happens and you can even like control it
0: you know do you get high around your dogs yes i got high around my cousin's german shepherd when we were kids once and the nicest dog ever bit me while we were getting high and i don't know what it was i don't know if it was the smoke was bothering him or something and he oh, just well, came b- He came by my hand and bit my hand.
1: No, that's crazy.
0: I know. I always remember that. And, Maybe and, and, it was uh,
1: like the, there was like an anxious energy in the room because of it. Or may, the dog is probably a biter. That dog probably bit someone every fucking day.
0: And we just didn't know because the family never talked about yeah, it.
1: Yeah, because when that happens, they go like, oh, my God, this never happened.
0: Yes, man. Right away, everybody was like, no, 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 this doesn't happen. We yeah. don't know. Yeah,
1: because... We were that all dog smoking weed in a down. circle,
0: yeah, and he bit me. He didn't bite me hard. He gave me one of those bites where it's like, oh, and it then he walks away like, like I could have got you, you fucker. you know what I'm talking about? Yes. You ever get bitten by a dog where he's like...
1: Yeah, ca-ca-ca. yeah, uh, once a small dog, like right in the ass, kind of. Dude, they always bite my socks. Get the fuck out of here. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, man, I'll snap, man. He's yeah, dogs
1: pumped. can be scary shit. Like, even my dog is this like, and that's the thing. She's, like, barking, but she never, like, she's the sweetest fucking dog. But I look at her, and I'm like, she could take me down if she wanted to.
0: No, man. No, man. You could take down your dog. I'm going to tell you something, Sarah. When I was a kid, uh, my cousin's dog named Comet, it was like a shepherd. You know one of those, like, shepherdy dogs that, like, if there was sheep, it would, like... Right, right, right. right. Like, to a herder, like, like a herder. Like a working herder. dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah was one of those yeah, dogs. Yeah, So, but she had it in a house, so this dog was always mad anxious, barked at everything. Man, you can take down a dog. Something clicks in your head. I know it sounds crazy. When we were a kid one time... A dog was licking water out of a bidet. You know the bidets that shoot the water up? European
1: families, yes.
0: Dude, I don't know what I was thinking. Listen, man, I didn't want to do anything malicious to the dog. I went to the bidet while the water was spritzing up, but the dog wasn't licking it. He was just standing at it, like just kind of like licking his chops or something. I don't Okay, f- okay, okay. And I started just playing with the water as a kid and this thing fucking lunged. And it's like flipping out. And I never had done this as a kid. I was probably like eight or nine years old, man. I never had to have been in a situation. I and mean, it sounds
1: like you deserve it. Off the go, it sounds like you're downplaying your <laughs> I I'm kidding. I'm
0: was kidding. a child. <laughs> playing with water
1: <laughs>
0: and fucking around. I was fucking around. You know what you fucking Matt's around?
1: Devastating. Honestly, but I would be terrified of dogs.
0: Have you ever been bitten by a dog and they do this and they shake around? Oh dude. I can still picture it. Stupid fucking Comet, what an asshole! But listen, this is the best part of the story. It never happened
1: to me because I'm nice to dogs. I uh, <laughs>
0: I remember ripping my hand out of his ha- like jaw, and I got all these little like scrape cuts. Oh. And as he's like kind of standoffish with me, because he was a family dog and I knew him personally, I wasn't scared. <laughs> I literally fucking grabbed Comet as a kid and like fucking jammed him to the ground and went, Comet, what the fuck are you doing? Right, right, right. And he was like, because I was fucking, I literally grabbed him and pushed him down. And I remember as a kid, you having like
1: a sense of like, oh shit. Like
0: there's an animal thing that just went off in your head. It wasn't Comet, the dog, the family dog, my cousin's dog.
1: Right, right. It was like,
0: yo, dude, why the fuck did you attack me (laughs) right now? You idiot. Don't you understand that I'm a human? I can fight you like you're big, but you're not that big. I'm an eight year old kid. Dude, and I ate my fucking cheese and bread as a kid, so don't fuck well, and around. And I
1: think, and that's the fight or flight thing, too. Yo, I, I, think, fu-
0: I, I never had that ever since then.
1: I think, because I think um, as a woman, I think people think, oh, if like if a man comes at me or whatever. But if you are, that's what the whole point of self-defense classes are. And to this you say comment no like you aggress and you don't Dude. be scared and you go after and you can really you can stop someone your you size or bigger an animal yes. in its
0: fucking tracks
1: yes know? maybe not like a
0: bear but obviously anything up until like a yo like you fucking are ready man. no but
1: in, in, and with a bear what else are you gonna do but try or like a shark or whatever they say punch Shh. it in the nose or whatever just have confidence i never
0: fuck around with sharks you're never gonna see me in a shark's house like water, the ocean, ocean. You mean? I'm out, bro. Mm-hmm. Give me the fuck. Even you, uh, no, you, even
1: like in the, like a small a- tide. No,
0: when we went to Newfoundland, there's a place called Conception Bay where everybody goes, and there's whales, and we for sure skimmed a whale, c- like on a sea doo. Cause you hear, you're just hitting water. You're like the East Coast
1: accent came out on that for sure.
0: And then you hit a whale. You don't hit a whale. You hit like a porpoise, is what they say. So some sort of like dolphin, some stupid dolphin like thing, and you feel it. We hit it with a boat, and you're just. And you're like, what did we hit? Like, yeah, I probably hit a porpoise. Whatever, bro. That's awful. We don't have, we have have an onboard motor. So it's the water jet motor. Okay. Okay. It's just like. So you actually do just pop it off the top and you just keep going. So if you were to imagine it from under, it's pretty much just skimming the top and you hit it and it goes like whoop and it comes back up. But propeller boats will, yeah. Remember when you were a kid? You ever watch those like nature documentaries and they would show you the scars? The scars on the whale <laughs> caused by propellers on the boats.
1: Yeah, or manatees. I, rem- I remember was manatees.
0: What is that yeah. from? What did you and I watch as kids that both had manatees in it? Was it popular mechanics for kids? It must have
1: been something. I remember. Or, or, or like it was a thing maybe in the 90s that the manatees were like, we're not doing well.
0: Man, it's because people in Florida, I think they like try to ride them over there. They're fucked, man.
1: Well, and like oil spills
0: manatees bp bp stands for uh you know bitch please bitch please you know (laughs) yeah that's good man that's good we're gonna we we want you as a sponsor though bp we need that we need those millions we'll talk we'll say good stuff about oil what you think we won't
1: i smoke oil every day
0: There it is big oil
1: hey
0: okay i'm gonna get back on track (laughs) there is no track on this podcast but Okay, so we talked about your fame. We've talked about your beliefs. Let's talk about what's your biggest issue with the world? What's your biggest issue? Something that truly, at the end of the day, that like when you're in bed and it's like 3 in the morning, you'll be like, fuck. Racism. Nice. Good one. That's a good one. You and I, it's easy for us to understand racism because we surround ourselves with multicultural people all the time, which is something that racist people don't. They don't get it because they don't have a black best friend or a, somebody that they grew up with or an employee. I know. Or See, I,
1: I think so. I think they do. I think sometimes they do. Whoa,
0: give me this. Give me give me the lowdown because I, I know you. I know that you do your shit. Because I so. used
1: to think, yeah, like, oh, well, they're ignorant. They don't mm. know. They're in places that they don't know. I mean, nowadays with the internet and now I think I've just come around to just <laughs> being like...
0: They're just dumb?
1: No, they just are power hungry and they just know that... Uh, they get a whole hell of a lot from continuing to be ignorant. And if they had to face their ignorance, they they would have to give up, like, not a ton, but, like, there is a certain amount of, like, privilege that you need to kind of reject in order to actually be, like, actively fighting racism.
0: Don't you gain more as a human being from being accepting of others? Yes. Isn't
1: that weird? But it's in the same way that, like, sexism bothers me a lot. And I think that men are really the people who lose out the most in a very like gender rigid society because what? men are told that they can't cry, men are told that, that that they can't have like really the best parts of life in my thing. But it like try convincing a man that sex isn't like because said they still throw it on uh. me that like, oh well. Uh. Yeah. Like I Listen, man. so this happened to me one time. And I hope so we get I, drilled.
0: I just hope we fucking in the comments get drilled right now. People are like you fucking leftist assholes. Whatever. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Drill me. Um, Danielle, I can only. I always have to bring up D because she's my only go-to as a, like an everyday female um, person. But when she was a sailing coach, she was always she'd always get talked down to in Ontario when she moved here because she wasn't a high-ranking person or a, a respected person like she was back home. And it became so obvious to her that like she was like, man, people just treat women so differently. They honestly think you're not capable of the most basic shit. And I think about that and I think it's because is it do you think it's because they like the power there that they're not exposed to a powerful woman or a person of a woman of their like ability? Well it's, okay,
1: here's what I like we it's the same way that people look at like how we were talking about like the plight of the pipeline. Yeah. Right now. The, the same way people look at First Nations, Métis, Inuit people, it's so based on this conception of, oh, everything was so long ago, why can't we get over it? Man, I sexism, had a conversation right?
0: with somebody about that the other day. They're like, buddy, we're not the ones enslaving these. We're not the ones killing the culture. And I was but like, But, like, how
1: long has it actually been? And it, every law that we... Abo- like, the, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms in Canada was made at a time... Like, all of our laws and statutes and literal, same with America, the, the founding fathers, the, all this, <laughs> these founding documents that people say, like, are the end-all, be-all, they were literally written when women couldn't vote, <coughs> when women didn't have a voice, when First Nations people couldn't vote, when they were literally, there was laws, in fact, like, urging genocide and shit. Can
0: you believe that we still deal with First Nations issues? That you and I, grew in, growing up, learned English, French, and I even learned Portuguese in elementary school, but we didn't learn the Canadian language. I
1: went to Canadian studies in university, and there was not a single, yeah, First Nation, like, it was in Calgary at the time, so we could have learned, like,
0: Blackfoot confederacy
1: languages or cultures, and it was just very little. Most of the Indigenous studies professors were white people. It's like... Super fucked up. What else would you want to teach in school, especially high schools, middle schools, and then you'd halt by se- post-secondary that you'd have, like, yeah, some full-on... And that's why, though, but it's quite deliberate, right? Because if people did know about charter rights then, then, then and, and, and um, treaty rights, then they would know that the indigenous people and the people fighting for their... Rands. Lands have every legal right in the book. So that's why they don't teach us this stuff. Because if they did, then they would have to admit that they fucked up and that they continue to fuck up and that they continue to break their own laws that they set in, you know? So instead, they go like, they Man, give us like this bullshit.
0: Those laws are supposed to benefit everybody. Those land laws are supposed to benefit us as a society economically while at the same time sharing that economic joy and and and, um growth that we get to enjoy so much and share with them and we don't and we rob them and we try to put pipelines through their land i think that's on purpose living together
1: seems to be the crooks like i um am kind of trying to develop like a screenplay around the idea of like living together because at the end of the day that's like the like because Yes, you're right. Like there is a way in which everybody benefits clearly. Right. And um, the way the laws are like those are indigenous lands, period. Those are their lands. So I just don't understand any type of perception that thinks like I can cross over and take other people's stuff with no thought as to them and only a thought as to me yeah and i think that's what got us climate change like if you look at all the issues that we face the biggest most pertinent issues are a lack of being able to live with each other and remember that like it's not just us you know like you have to live with other people
0: you want to get deep into conspiracy i think climate change is already on the mend and not on the down anymore. And I think secretly, we already have a way of fixing this shit. And, and, and we're not even that scared of it anymore. I, like, as soon as we're pressed against the wall, and it's time to turn around. And I know, and I know if you watch the stuff online, they're like, yo, man, we got to do it now. We're, it's too late. We're already doing it. We're already going to do it. And we're already going to switch it over. And, and they're going to find a way to just neutralize shit and not get any hotter. And if it does get hotter, we're going to find a way to do some shit. I don't know. I
1: don't know. I My conspiracy goes the same way as you and then veers off in a really negative plane because don't, i do think don't, they do don't have a
0: negative thing man. well
1: but yeah but i mean th- any solutions that i've seen or could conceptualize would be we don't know the outcomes of. So just kind of like all the things that we've done in the past so they're gonna what like uh, throw some shit up in the sky bring the temperatures down and then we get like snow piercer
0: let's just do that oh, yeah.
1: let's <laughs> just do
0: mr burns thing and we just cover the sun Certain parts. That's, right,
1: that's what I mean. And that's what will happen. Bezos just donated however many billion dollars into
0: Yeah, he donated um, like three percent of who he is.
1: Exactly, into like environmental stuff. But that just means he will now choose what so let's say, yeah, he'll be Mr. Burns and say, Oh, well, you know what? I did I
0: I donated billion. I, I,
1: I talked to two scientists and they said actually, yeah, like um I'm gonna put this big plate of I'm gonna steal the sun from you and I'm let you down, guys man.
0: I'm fucking down. <laughs> we, we get to live through some of the craziest times. Like we get to live at the beginning of a science fiction movie.
1: We are living in the marijuana. third back to the, or the that one Back to the Future where Biff.
0: I don't want. It. I don't want no Back to Thrived. the Future. You know what kind of lifestyle I like? I want to live that life from the movie The Fifth Element with Bruce Willis and like that. Uh, or you know orange the orange yeah. hair chick.
1: I like Uh, the orange hair trend, but the heights thing I can't get with. Yeah,
0: you remember how they kind of live in the sky and they float around. I'm not down. But they live in like the little like one room thing. You're like, oh god, what a dream, to not have to fuck around. Imagine that. You get yourself like a
1: futuristic dream. Let me think what that would be. Give me
0: your futuristic dream before we have like we're down to like our last ten. So if you were gonna give me a couple things that we're gonna close out on, this is such a funny stoner thing.
1: Oh, like Gattaca. Gattaca. No, like Gattaca, but like. Um, without the bioengineering, that
0: no man, we need bioengineering. That's just gonna be cool, man.
1: No, but Wha- it created the, the classism to like the crazy extent. Remember? Yeah,
0: yeah. But that kind of stuff is just always gonna happen with humans. We're we need it. And just like it.
1: architecturally, I am a. But guy imagine
0: to- like imagine like <laughs> the thrift store purchases you'll be able to make once we get there. You're like man, I needed a fucking liver, and you're just like. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch oh my god i got this liver for like 30 bucks it's like only that's (laughs)
1: actually a pretty interesting point because you just made think about it i i feel like we aren't that's the whole point we've kind of come to like a standstill like what would we you you collect in the future to signify now like nothing iphones and that's it
0: how cool is that yeah is that cool or is that sad no, but we live in the worst time. The worst because time. Because and there's no nostalgia yet. We there's can't. no
1: nostalgia. And there won't be for this time and period. It'll just be the foam because we experience everything through the phone. Okay, wait. I'm so like to the think. 90s, you think of like, you know, like skateboards and, and hoverboards or tiger print outfits you think of like real things you think of those but nike
0: like windbreakers or something there's some pizza
1: even like ninja turtles Honestly, like pizza with such a 2020s thing
0: 2020s and all it this will be time, known for your phone That's it'll it. be known for phone and technology uh and it'll also be known for our um growth in political stance and awakening into the global uh, like listen man when it, like it was easier to obviously it, it's easier to trick people now but it was also easier to hide what true. was happening true, in true. the world It does kind of
1: feel like the lights came on for everybody all at once. Yes. So that's why you're getting kind of a lot of... you have to have like the
0: lights on because can you even hold a conversation in a room with the general smart people if you're not on top of... You know, topical shit, climate, politics. You have to know the basics nowadays to even have a conversation with anybody who isn't a fucking dingus. And a lot of people will try to hide behind the thing that's like, oh, I, don't, I don't talk about, it. I don't watch that stuff, I don't talk about. It. But it's like, man, you, well, you don't have time to learn the basics of something as basic as, like, like there are people that I know personally, speaking just in my family, who if you were, if you were to ask them what liberals are and what is, what is a conservative, they wouldn't know. And, and they exclude themselves from so much, from not even knowing the basics of things like that.
1: Right, right, I like right. that
0: you were talking about that. Okay, we can't end on something so heavy. We
1: yeah, have so to end on something Yeah, so you're right. No, th- so now, at least nowadays, we have, the, we have the access. We can inform ourselves, and we don't Nobody have to be like that be anymore. Inform-
0: who wants to be informed? I think we only want to be informed to the point of satisfaction. Like, I'm happy to know that much.
1: I think you're right. I think you're right. Maybe we look just for the answers that we seek. That and then we
0: seek. And it's like... like, like we create our own world. Like now. Once I learned the basics of this pipeline and the railroad and uh, everybody closing it down and what it signified, I was content. I haven't gone back to it in three days or four days. And I just watch the news, and, I, and I'll, I'll get, like, a little thing that says, like, you know, RCMP backing down, blah, 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 support for, uh, you know, railroad people. you know, And you're like, wow, what the fuck? Cool. But that's it. You learn the basics so that you can keep up. But I, 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 there's so much going on in our time. Like, literally, uh, I think they do it on purpose. They flood you. They fucking flood you. Remember a few weeks ago, what was it? What was, that? What was the flu coming over? Not H one n one. Coronavirus. Corona.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it's Man, much too much. It, it is much too much for one person to handle, and even just the self awareness of it all to know your place in it all is something that we've never really had to deal with before. You're and not even so, like, allowed
0: to to feel it connected to nature anymore. If because like how the fuck do you have time to like walk around somewhere nice?
1: And, and where is there even nice? Oh my god, this is a good note to leave it on. Artistic beauty. Joni Mitchell's. Um, big yellow taxi pave is, is, paradise to put up a parking lot
0: got toronto's lost all paradise man i can all hardly vibe. even
1: listen to that song without crying anymore yeah well the art art dreams over be, yeah and, and it, everything becomes so much more relevant and God, that is a
0: done in like 60 something probably yes. too
1: if you go ahead listen Ooh. to that song it's just too good canadian Actually, me and Scott were talking. I think the she number one Canadian, like, on the bill, number one hits is Joni Mitchell. And, yes, if you listen to it, she says literally, uh, hey leave leave the, mama, 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 put dee- 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 away the D-D-T dee- 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 now. Dee- now. Leave me spots on my apples. But give me the birds and the bees. Eee- Right? And now you're like, oh, damn. Like, yeah. And that was like, yeah. Then How it's many got that ago? good
0: line. Don't it always seem to go that you don't, you don't know, know what, what you got till til it's gone. It's
1: gone. You, listen to that song. Tell me you're not crying in 2020 and being like, oh, I fuck, Joni cry. Mitchell.
0: I, I'm, a, I'm a softie. I cry for everything. Yeah. I'll cry for a stupid Tim Hortons commercial where a kid brings the cup to his dad. He's like, here you go, dad. Thanks so much. And you're like, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> but you're Joni right, Mitchell, right, things like right, that get me all... Oh, Oh, man, 60s music is uh, so good. There's a there is a knockoff um, Joni Mitchell, which is a lady by the name of uh, Melanie Kafka, who wrote the song. Um, uh, shit, what's that song? I rode my bicycle past your window last night. You ever heard that song? Nope, but oh I like my it. God, it's called. Uh, I mean, something it sounds familiar. I got a brand new pair of roller skates. I got a brand new key. That's the name okay, of the song. Okay,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. No, I feel like I've I heard that. I think it's like... She
0: also has another great song called Baby Guitar. Oh, man, I'm such a loser. I'm literally talking about a niche artist from the 60s that's probably like 90 years old now. No, that's... And th- playing folk festivals in Australia. That's
1: the point is that good art lasts forever, and that's at least something that will have forever is art.
0: What's your biggest niche artist that you love that nobody knows?
1: Kermit Ruffins, New Orleans. Ooh, oh, man! Did you just say Kermit Ruffins? Did you know? Do you know that
0: I love Kermit Ruffins? Do you know this? What? For yes, real? He's a trumpet player with a unbelievable Christmas you album. You actually
1: know Kermit? Ruffins? Yes, yes and, and he smokes weed. He's yes, a pothead. Yeah, biggest pothead.
0: Okay, I think he's from New Orleans. Yes, and he's part of like that, like kind of like Orleans swingy. Trad jazz,
1: okay. yes. But
0: yes. Kermit Ruffins, the most important thing that you have to know, has the best front-to-back Christmas album. That starts with a rendition of silent night that is so fucking hip. It's it's so it's, it's like bum ba cha ba bum ba doo doo I'm upset. It is nuts. Yes. It is nuts. And
1: Christmas music can be so boring. So Dude, like yeah, I cannot wait Christmas. For like album. November
0: it's 15th. As soon as those uh, we we remember our homies from uh, like on Remembrance Day, and we love all of our old dudes, and we just cry a bunch for all these old little dudes. Like, two days after, I am fucking jamming out the Kermit Ruffins, man. You know? You that salute. is
1: literally the best. Dude, yeah.
0: like, November 13th, 14th, snow starts coming down. You're like, throw on the Kermit. He's
1: You're like, so here, we go. here we go. Jingle so button. incredible.
0: Dude, that's so funny. Okay, I'll give it to you. I like that you say Kermit Ruffins. I'm going to tell you something. True story. I don't remember how the fuck... I heard Kermit Ruffins. I think it was Scotty who put it on his Instagram once, Maybe. Your partner, Yeah, partner, yeah, and he would. put a, and he put a track on like a story. But in the back, it sounded so cool. I was like, what the fuck is that? And he was like, "It's a Kermit Ruffins album. It's his Christmas album. You should check it out." And I cannot wait, yo. That's so funny, man. We uh, we might have to end it on Kermit Ruffins, but listen.
1: I think we should and go to Just New go Orleans and see Kermit Ruffins. Yeah, you can go. see him like every God. week. And this was
0: such a good stoner podcast. <laughs> we started with tons of energy. We ate pizza. We said bye to one of our other guests who was here for another recording. We uh, ate snacks. I had a beer. We, you had a beer. We smoked a, 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 a weed from Cheap Canada Cheap or Cheap which is like our unofficial sponsor right now because they're hilarious. Love it. Thank you. This they, just called great. Cheap Canada. Yeah, it's hilarious.
1: Wedding cake do And me. then we did a wedding edible. cake
0: do we. Oh, my God. An edible. Yeah, we didn't do no dabs. I haven't done dabs on any of my guests yet, but dabs will destroy us and we won't be able to talk because dabs is a home thing. I can't do dabs and talk to you for an hour. I'm going home
1: to do a dab right now. Aren't you? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I am.
0: (laughs) Man, that's our fucking show. Go watch the other ones. Uh, Go Google Sarah. I love you, Sarah. Thank you for being my guest. Do not Google me. Don't Google (laughs) any of us, man. We used to do porn. (laughs) (laughs) Vape Central, the porn. Um, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. That's it. Peace.
1: i know that song i, I totally got a brand know that new song pair of